1: Hello everyone, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are tuning in to see this LinkedIn Live, a special LinkedIn Live on a weekend. My name is Andaisha Gadani, and I'm the founder of Your Career Down Under. I am right now originally from India, migrated to Australia around 12, 13 years back, but as of now, I'm back in India. I am under or me and my family are under complete lockdown due to the COVID-19 situation. And we are slowly finding how do we get back to our adopted home. Uh, and since since the time that I've come here, the world has turned absolutely upside down. You know, thousands to thousands of people have lost jobs. There is absolutely mayhem out there in terms of employment just in australia uh, we have seen three quarters of a million people have lost or will lose the job these numbers are absolutely mind-numbing and since last five weeks me and my uh, you know friend and colleague uh, started to do linkedin lives and we have not missed any weekdays uh, but today being an enzac day and weekend she wanted to take a break and i wanted to continue our. Uh, tradition of delivering career care package to your LinkedIn screen so what is career care package it is uh, our LinkedIn live event where we bring new ideas perspectives uh, and also experts to deliver hope to you because I think that in this time what is needed is a voice of reason and voice of hope so that's what we are trying to do so without further uh, to go into a lot of details about the uh, career care package, I wanted to introduce you to our uh, guest and expert today, Hemant Deshpande. Uh, Hemant is in Pune, India, which is the western part of India. Uh, and Hemant uh, you know, brings a wealth of experience. He has been you know, into IT industry for a long time. And then he himself has undergone career transition. And now he helps people to go through similar challenges. So without me telling about Hammond so Hammond can you, if you can tell our listeners a little bit about your background and specifically, how did you and why did you decide to make a career change?
0: Oh, sure. Sure, Neshad. Uh, so I'm an engineer by qualification. Um, I graduated, you know, more than 23 years back. And um, I started into the IT industry, which was, you know, growing very fast at that point in time. So I joined the IT industry. I worked in the IT industry for eighteen years. Uh, I was really fortunate to work with some of the, you know, top class companies in the world, such as IBM, Infosys, and others. Uh, during these eighteen years of my career, I was also lucky, really fortunate, to work across the globe. I worked in the US for about five to six years uh, across different locations for different clients. Uh, I also got an opportunity to work in Europe. Uh, I worked in China for a year. That was a very interesting, very enriching experience for me. So after working in the corporate for 18 years, um, you know, out of that, about 10 to 20, 12 years as a manager, as a leader, um, Something inside of me started telling me that, hey, you know what, now it's time to start looking at, you know, something new and something. uh," So uh, this thought started becoming stronger uh, in my mind that I wanted to follow my heart. Uh, So I started looking at what is it that I want to do. And that's where really the career transition journey started. Uh, so that was back in 2013-2014 and I left my corporate job Naishad, uh, in 2015 after taking a six-month sabbatical and since then for the last more than five years now uh, I'm working as a career transformation coach, mid-career transformation coach. As you rightly said Naishad that after transitioning into a new career where uh, I'm, I'm really excited to do this work which I have been doing for the last five years uh, you know, I was really clear that you know there are many, there are thousands of professionals out there who want to follow their heart, and they want to you know transition their careers to what they that what they would love to do. So that's that's the work that I do uh, now, and I'm really happy to share with you, Najat, that in the last five years, I I really got this you know fantastic opportunity to serve almost close to two hundred clients. Uh, on their career transformation journeys uh, so yeah that that's what Excellent. i
1: have been doing no no that, that's really awesome and you know I, I think i think people do find their calling uh, you know somewhere and i think it is also important because you know people do find their calling uh, most of the time i i have a theory that deep down we always yeah. want always know what we want to do uh, but it takes a while for us to acknowledge the presence of it, and then act on it, and and there is nothing wrong with it. You know, you can act on it when you are fifty years, sixty years. It doesn't matter because career is no longer a predictable journey. It is unpredictable, uncertain, and fluid journey, as I like to call it. But I think if if yeah. you, if you you know if if we can focus on the career you know change and career transformation, are you seeing a trend that you know? You know, as as what a lot of people say is that when you hit around 40s, that's where you hit your crisis around career. That, that's where you start to figure out. I've worked for 15, 20 years. I don't know whether I want to continue this. I want to do something else. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing that, you know, people are starting to hit those crises? Crisis is probably not the right word, but uh, enlightenment or, you know, starting to figure out what they want to do. Is it happening around 40s or is it also happening before that as well now?
0: Yeah, Nisha, that's that's a great question. I must say that that that's a great question, and I will also touch upon what you said earlier that all of us have within us that yearning, you know, uh, to follow our heart. Yes, uh, but as we, you know, many of us start our journeys, we do not have many choices, so we, you know, start with whatever is available at that point in time. And uh, I can speak for myself. I became an engineer because, you know, all my friends you know, my close friends became engineers, (laughs) I became engineer, right? Uh, I I did not really know at that young age that, you know, if engineering is something that I wanted to do. uh, Yeah, but I did that. Yeah. Uh, So so then, you know, over the period of time, over that journey, uh, after 18 years, uh, I realized when I was close to 40s, then I had seen enough of the world. Uh, I had seen, you know, career of 18 years. I had worked in different roles. I had worked in different organizations. I had worked in different countries. And that journey also, uh, you know, started making me or bringing me closer to myself, what I wanted to do uh, in that journey. So coming, coming to your question specifically, do I see a pattern in that? Yes, I see a pattern, uh, starting with myself, right? That at the age of 40, I started asking this question to myself that, going through the corporate uh, you know job doing that there were certain uh, you know advantages and there were certain realities of life as we call it right so work satisfaction monotony of work you know stress at work work life balance these these things were missing for me at that point in time and then i started asking myself this question that is this really worth it and and there is a quote naseed i would like to share with you and all you know all our Uh, audience here that there is a quote which which had a profound impact on me the quote goes like this we all have two lives we all have two lives the second one starts when we realize we only have one i think that is what happened that's a very
1: profound yes absolutely that's a very profound way to to think about career so if we, if we just you know talk because now we are talking career career transition in a in covid 19 times it is not yeah. uh you know a traditional uh you know life right now there you know we are seeing lockdowns yeah. we are seeing a lot of industries being impacted and everything so what yeah. are your what are your thoughts on the current employment challenges and i'm pretty sure that the people out there are facing tremendous pressure you know, to to continue yeah. to 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 enjoy the financial security that they've always enjoyed. Now, things have started to shaken up a little bit. So, what are your thoughts on as of now? As you talk to your clients and the industry out there, what are you know specifically in the context of Indian employment challenges? What are, what are you observing, Hemant?
0: Sure, sure. So, uh, of course, you know the situation that we are in currently because of the COVID nineteen. You know the pandemic across the globe. Uh, this is something unprecedented. This is something that you know this kind of a you know challenge we have not seen you know for a long long time. At least in my lifetime, I have not seen this kind of a challenge. Um, now, having said that, having said that, we are living in you know uncertain times. Having said that the world because of globalization and because of internet technology that is available uh, you know has had started becoming more competitive anyway even before covid 19 happened it had started becoming you know uh, connected uh, it also meant that it had started becoming you know more competitive uh, for example uh, if i have certain you know job to get done for example build my website i can hire any consultant from anywhere in the world today yeah so it has become competitive so that's one thing to look at secondly uh, secondly it there are also challenges which are based on geography so uh, in india for example if we see india as a country uh, we are a country of a large young population there are thousands maybe millions of graduates which are coming out of colleges uh, you know and who are seeking jobs that automatically creates pressure on people who are who are already in their jobs maybe who have crossed 40 maybe who have crossed 50 so that was that is also a reality which was you know which was already there even before covid 19 um, also there are industry specific realities such as you know in india for example Telecom industry, you know, has been undergoing, you know, some difficult times. You know, there has been a lot of consolidation, mergers, acquisitions happening. Same thing is true for IT industry, which was growing very fast 10 years, 15 years back, 20 years back, no more. The the growth has slowed down. So there are industry specific realities also. Now coming to COVID-19, which is the current situation that we are in definitely, this is unprecedented and it will create, it has created, you know, Uh, That kind of a challenge for all of us during this time. What is it that the external situation, unfortunately, we all know that we cannot change that. But what we can, what we can look at, what we can focus on is who am I as an individual? Who am I as a professional? Uh, This is, this is Naishad, I think uh, is, is the best time also to introspect, retrospect also to reflect back on what I have done in my career, what are my best skills? What is it that I want to do next? Uh, you know, in my career, this is this is a time to take stock. A lot of times, I have seen Nisha that uh, we do not get time in our busy lives to pause and review our life and our our careers. This is the best time. Uh, this gives us time to think about you know what we are really great at. What are the skills that we bring to the table? So you know, keeping keeping a positive outlook. Uh, so that is what uh, that is what I would share
1: excellent so let's start with the you know because a lo- lot of people might be thinking as you rightly pointed out this is the time to reflect and you know we, uh, you know we've been yeah. talking about this particular you know issue for last five weeks so a lot of people are starting to you know would started to realize that you know maybe it's time for me to look at where else can i change my career what are your yeah. what's your process you know so if you if you give us a kind of an overview of your process uh, you know of you know where somebody should start to do the first step, second step, third step because I, I think taking the first step in my view is the is the most yeah. difficult part. You know, it's like you are you are taking that leap of faith into it, in, in unknown, in you know, in an area that you've never ventured out. And typically, in the context of of Indian employment, uh, you know, challenges is yeah. that you know there's a lot of lack of data. There's not let, there's lot, lot of lack of you know career paths available. You don't have lot of data and lot of you know kind of you know pre uh, you know sort of pre drawn career paths available. So you're kind of taking a leap of faith. So take us through your process.
0: Sure. Sure, Nishad, And I think you have hit on a very important point again here that, you know, first step is, is really, really important. And first step typically, uh, you know, is a difficult one, especially when we are talking about career transition, career transformation, you know, career change. Uh, you know, somebody might have worked in a certain industry for, let's say, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. And uh, you know they, they do not know what's happening out there in the world. Now, here, uh, the first step, uh, in my view, is look at why do you want to change your career? Why do you want to change it? What's, what's the reason? Right? Is the reason a short term reason, like you want to take up a job, which is a necessity now? Or you are looking at a longer term? And and both could be possible. I mean, you may say that hey, you know, in the short term I want to you know take up a job, but in the long term I want to really get into a career which is satisfying, sustainable for me. Uh, now, for the short term thing, uh, I think uh, to look at is what are the skills that you have, and if your current organization uh, you know is undergoing some challenges, and because of because of which uh, one has you know lost a job. What are the other organizations where these skills will be valuable? That's one place to look at. Other place to look at if your industry is undergoing certain kind of challenges, uh, then look at what are the skills you have? What is the knowledge that you have? And then where else can these skills uh, be useful? Uh, For example, you know, people who have technology skills, people who have technology skills now, during the COVID-19 times, everybody is using technology everybody is using technology everybody is using zoom or you know the kind of platform uh, you are using nishad you know everybody is learning technology so uh, i have seen in the last you know six weeks there have been so many webinars to you know upgrade people with technology skills so where can you use your skill and definitely if you have a skill you can always you know uh, use that skill another approach uh that will be useful so based on based on the process that i have developed is is again you know i would like to take a long term approach to career uh, reinvention yeah uh, taking short term uh, requirements in view of course there is something that needs to be done uh, but when we are looking at a career transition my view is take a marathon approach not a 100 meter sprint approach yeah. So marathon typically is a 42 kilometers, you know, so in your career, maybe you have 20 years, maybe you have 30 years, maybe you have 15 years left in your career. Look at it from that perspective, long-term perspective. Uh, so take, take a marathon approach to your career. Look at why you want to, why you want to transition, uh, look at your skills, uh, look at your interests also. That That's an important aspect. Create a vision. So first step, uh, you know, after you find out why, create a vision. Create a vision for your career. Where would you like to see yourself in the next three years, five years? Uh, uh, maybe ten years is a very long time. Uh, so you know, create a vision uh, for your career, and then start taking the practical steps. and And you're right, Naishad, that there is not a lot of data available out there. So. Uh, but these days, I mean, good thing is that there are you know a lot of career coaches who are there. There are certain institutes who are providing that kind of a data. So taking professional help during this time could be also one of the you know support systems people can use. So these are some of the steps that I I would suggest. Yeah.
1: If I can, I think I think you touched on uh, on a very critical aspects. Is first is you got to figure out you know what's the rationale of you changing your career. Is it just because you hate your Job you don't like the company you don't I think identifying the real uh, you know the core of the issue is yeah. is very vital because you don't want to carry that uh, similar emotion in the next job that or yeah. next career that you ch- that you choose I think one of if I can add a couple of things into that as well Hammond, is is uh, you know is around you know interviewing or meeting people that think they've got the career that you uh, you aspire for uh, yeah. you know i i think on the on the periphery a lot of people see sure. you know wow you know working as a coach is amazing right you sit down there with a notepad and then listen to people and provide answers right but they don't see that the amount of research amount of you know kind Absolutely. of you know, thinking that you undergo people don't see those things similarly similarly i, I think you know after the glamour of it you know or after the the outside uh, you know uh, you know facade of it you've got to really figure out what does that person do daily and can I really see myself doing those things daily so I think that's that is very important because you you really have to 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 get into the nitty-gritties of it, rather than just looking at how much that person earns and how much you know that person, you know how much uh, is that there is perceived in the society and everything else. So this is this is my view on that. Secondly, is is to also also look at you know you know really going through this kind of uh, you know finding transferable skills, in you know process. I think you touched upon upon that aspect. One of my pet exercises that I do, and, you know, the the next question is around that, is is an exercise called mind mapping. Uh, It's a very simple, uh, you know, exercise. It is uh, probably, you know, it is used in education a lot. And I have recently, you know, used it for myself. Uh, You know, I actually sat down and did that. Uh, You know, then I used it with Mm -hmm. a couple of my clients. And they were just absolutely fascinated to identify the things that they already know and the things that they really want to do. It is kind of a blue sky thinking exercise, but you're allowing yourself to go absolutely free. Uh, You know, I I strongly urge people to look at mind mapping. Uh, You know, uh, it is, and there are apps available now, but but I'm not a big fan of the apps. I think the writing down with with a big piece of paper Actually, you get more done and, you, you know, you're, you're more active in bringing ideas rather than when you're using a computer and creating something on it. So I, I believe that mind mapping can be a liberating thing, uh, but obviously you need an objectivity to it. Then you need to need someone like you to say, look, you know, Hemant, I've done this, now help me make sense of it. So what are your, you know, do you use any assessment tools or do you, uh, you know, kind of, do you advocate for certain assessment tools and, you know, what are some of them and if they are available freely for people to go and at least, you know, check it out and try out some of them.
0: Surely. Surely, Naisha. Then I I really appreciate the two points that you brought up is to, you know, look at people uh, who are doing jobs which which interest you, which inspire you. I think that's a great suggestion that you gave. And secondly, this tool that you introduced to all of us is this mind mapping. I think that's great. Coming to your question, uh, Naisha, that are there any assessment tools? Definitely. Definitely there are assessment tools. So one of the tools that I use with my clients a lot and they have found, you know, amazing results with that is personality test, which is also called a psychometric test. Uh, now, one of the aspects uh, in career uh, transition, career transformation, as I like to call it, is you know enhancing self-awareness. And personality test really helps in enhancing uh, self-awareness. Personality is essentially what we are talking about here is intrinsic personality. These are behavioral preferences that we are talking about. We all have certain type of personality and behavioral preferences. And it helps a lot if our job, our career, is aligned to our personality. To give you an example, uh, if there is an introvert person, people who you know, person who doesn't like much of people interaction, that's their preference. Uh, if you put that person into a sales job, where there is a lot of people interaction involved, then that person may not enjoy that job. Then that career is not really you know sustainable for that person. That person you know may become good at it. With practice and experience, but that person may not enjoy it because it is not aligned to the intrinsic preference of that person. Yeah. On the other side, if you put you know an extrovert person into a people interaction job, that person will enjoy that. Now, you know, to become successful in that job definitely will require discipline and professional skills. But this is just an example. So personality test helps you also find your blind spots, things that one may not be aware of. You may find your strengths through personality tests. You will find your blind spots, also areas of development. There is one more thing uh, that we use, which is called based on personality. You can also find out through a scientific report that what are the careers and professions which are suitable for your personality. One example I gave, but that's like a broad example. We go deeper into what are the areas that you know one may be suitable for. So that's one tool. Second tool, I mean, there are many tools that we use. Now, another tool that we use is also finding out your strengths scientifically. Strengths are things which energize you. Uh, and this is different from skills. Yeah, skills are something that we develop over a period of time through practice by working on it. But strengths are something that are natural to us, which energize us. Uh, like communication or working with people is something that energizes me. Personally, so that's one of my strengths, and that's why you know uh, I got into coaching as a profession. So that's another assessment. Uh, One more assessment which I spoke about is assessing your skills. What are your top ten skills are? And when I say top ten, Nisha, let me also uh, define what I call as top ten or top skills: skills that you are good at or great at, and skills that you enjoy applying, skills that you enjoy using. Uh, that is what makes a great combination. A lot of time people look at you know being good at something, but my view or you know my philosophy around making careers uh, sustainable is that one should be working on something that they are really good at and they are enjoying what they're doing that that makes it a golden combination and there are there are assessments that you know that can be used uh, to find find these out.
1: Excellent. Now that that makes a lot of sense. You know, I I think, uh, you know, self-reflection or self-awareness is probably the starting point, uh, you know, of most of the journey. I I always, I, you know, before I went to Australia, I always saw career as something that is outward and then I will, you know, take an inward journey. Uh But the more that I talk to people and the more I understand, uh, you know, I think it is an inward journey more than an outward journey. You got to figure out internal stuff and then say where where do i really fit in not that you find the fitting in first and then say can i how do i adjust to it now i'm not at all advocating that people should drop everything that they are doing uh you know a, a, and you know i'm not talking about a monk who sold his ferrari or something that you leave everything and then just go completely you know on that path well some people can do it but i'm not advocating that at all so you got to do it you know rationally something that works for you and for your family and your circumstances because it's 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 ultimately tailored the whole thing is if we talk about in your experience if we talk about yeah. what really stops people in taking uh you know that career transition even though knowing that that you i don't really enjoy the work that i do yeah. i know that you know, there are people who are doing far much better job, you know, far more satisfying job, right? How, you know, so what are your you know views on what stops people or what blocks people in, in kind of taking those leap of faith, taking those steps?
0: Sure. Sure. And I'll come to that. Uh, but before before that i just wanted to touch upon what you said earlier because which is very very important point nashad that you brought up is self awareness and if i can expand that on that a little bit uh, i call that as an inside out approach if one can take to careers traditionally conventionally we have taken outside in approach you know what are the what are the jobs in demand what are the careers in demand uh, i want to do that because i can get a job Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But people realize over a period of time that, oh, this is not something that I enjoy doing. I'll give you an example. One of the clients that I'm currently coaching, she did a course uh, in data analytics from very, very reputed institute in India. Very, very reputed. She spent four lakh of rupees and one year of her time completing that data analytics course. At the end of that year, at the end of that course, she realized that she doesn't enjoy that at all. So this money is wasted, her time is wasted, and you know what she got as the outcome of that is frustration, and she did not move forward in her career. So taking inside-out approach. So this was outside-in approach, which did, which doesn't work for many people. Inside-out approach is first knowing who you are, what your interests are, what would you really like to do, and then taking the steps from there. That's, that's the inside-out approach that we propose, and that's what we work with our clients. I'll come to your question now that what stops people, one uh, Nishad, what stops people is, you know, moving out of comfort zone, because any type of career transition, yeah, it requires one to move out of their comfort zone and try something new, even for that matter, you know, as you rightly mentioned, learning new skills, learning new skills uh, is moving out of your comfort zone. Uh, It requires dedication, it requires commitment, it requires effort. So he's one really willing to do that moving out of comfort zone. So that's one. Secondly, also, there are a lot of myths, you know, people uh, I, I see. So in last five years, I have spoken to thousands of people who are looking at making their careers better. Another thing that stops them is that especially when they're in their 30s or in their 40s, they say, oh, now, you know, can I do it now? You know, maybe it's too late for me. Can I do it? Uh, These are, there are myths. There are myths around career transition and career reinvention. Yeah. And those myths need to be busted. First, you know, those are beliefs that, you know, now now I'm 40. So I changed my career at 40. A lot of people told me, hey, now you're 40. What can you do now? What is, (laughs) you know, you have spent like 20 years in your corporate career. Right. But what will you do differently now? Can you, can you really do it? So that's self-doubt. Also, Crypts in. So there are myths that need to be busted around that. Uh, but a lot of people think that when they are reinventing their career, they have to start from the bottom. That's another myth. Not not at all. You can use your skills. You can use your life experience to you know bring value to what you are doing. Uh, so there are more uh, you know myths around. As as you rightly mentioned, I said that hey, does it mean that I have to leave everything and you know start something a new? what will happen to my family i have emis to pay you know i have family to take care of it's not that you have to you know ignore all of that you can take care of that and do something so i think one of the aspects which i would like to bring in Naisha, is to and approach and not or approach you know you can do this take care of your family and also reinvent your career you don't have to do it in one day it doesn't happen in one day anyway you have to start preparing yourself. It may take six months, it may take a year. In my case, it took me almost a couple of years to reinvent completely and you know start a new inning uh, for myself. Uh, another thing that stops people is not having clarity, not having clarity of what to do. Yeah. For developing that clarity, we spoke about that earlier in our conversation, nishat That you know, looking at why, looking at your vision, what you want to do, what are the skills that you bring, what are your interests. These are all the things one needs to take into consideration. So that will slowly but surely will start bringing clarity. And definitely there are professionals out there who can help individuals who are really wanting to reinvent their careers. So, you know, these these uh, these things, uh, Nishad, in my experience, stop people
1: excellent and one of the thing if i can add you know because i think you touched upon every barrier so i i think one of the trigger could be to you know to look at career change is that we if you if you or or to identify where do i want to move my career in is to think about what problems really irritate you you know yeah. what where do you find yourself gravitating towards right you know like for example you see you see a ad on the news or you see a a, a printer and saying so, no that is atrocious i think i can do much better than this right that's you know if if your if your mind space is occupied by a certain kind of problem that you want to solve maybe maybe that's a trigger maybe that's an area that you want to you know check out whether you know there could be a career for you into that. like similarly how i changed my career from else yeah. from, yeah. from engineer to work with, with job seekers who are disadvantaged because I felt, yeah. I thought that I was disadvantaged uh, in a job seeker and I did not receive the adequate help at that time. So it is, I think it, it, most of the time it is a personal situation that you find yourself in and you want to do something about it and that's how it kind of unfolds from it. Lastly, I want to ask you the power of network in, in yeah. your career transition because that's a, that's an area that that not really fully kind of explored around how networking or the power of your social and professional network can really help you make those decisions or facilitate in those career transition process what are your thoughts on how do you really network for you know while you are changing your career
0: sure Sure. So you're right, Naishad. Uh, when it comes to networking, a lot of people in, in my experience, and, and I'll, I'll include myself also into that, uh, I did not network consciously, you know, almost for 18 years. You know, only people I knew were, you know, colleagues that I worked with, you know, on projects that I worked with. Those are the only people I knew. I, I never went out and consciously tried uh, to build my network. And I realized only later that it is so important. It is so important uh, to have a network and there are many benefits of network, right? One is, you know, people, you know, what's going on in the outside world. There are so many different types of professions, which are there. There are different types of roles, which are coming up. Uh, There is a lot that you can learn from people outside your industry. That is something I started doing when i was when i started reinventing my career i thought hey you know what i should have done it 15 years back yeah uh, so i would you know uh, encourage people you know to start networking wherever they are even if they are in their 20s 30s 40s 50s doesn't matter start networking it expanded my horizons nishad you know i started networking into you know so i used to uh, you know go to uh, this forum called uh, the indus entrepreneurs right i had never interacted with entrepreneurs i had never interacted with you know startup founders yeah and i found out that wow this is such an amazing space there is lot of lot of things happening here yeah so i learned a lot you know from that networking you know, i learned a lot you know from everybody that i met so networking is really really important and professionals ignore this bit and thanks nashad for you bringing it up this a very e- excellent point people also uh, there are some people you know based on their personalities they don't they don't have a preference to reach out also yeah so they feel oh you know i'm not comfortable in networking but i would say that networking should be a strategic piece in your in terms of your career building it is a strategic piece because network brings in a lot of value not only for yourself you create value you contribute to your network, and that's how networking works. It's it's not only for your benefit; it has to be benefit for everybody involved. So you know, going out of your comfort zone to build your network, you get to know so many things. You get to learn so many things. There are forums available. Now you know we are all currently in lockdown. Yeah, even then there are so many online forums which are available, right? Uh, you know, which you can join. You know, where you meet new people. Uh, you know, and, and learn new things from them. And it is really important, especially, Nishad, uh, in my experience, that after a certain level of experience, let's say, you know, 15 years of experience, 20 years of experience, as we look at this pyramid, right, in a, in any organization, number of jobs at higher levels become lesser and lesser. People like to recruit. People like to recruit people whom they know, whom they trust. Yeah these days i mean of course there are job portals out there uh, but for especially mid senior level positions lot of them lot of these positions get filled up through referrals through referrals only referral is a much more much more powerful way of you know finding a job or finding opportunities than you know applying through job portals i have nothing against job portals i, I let me say that very clearly here right uh, yeah but for senior level positions Network is really, really important. You through your through your network, you can find opportunities. Yeah. So, so these are some of the thoughts uh, you know uh, I wanted to share on the networking piece.
1: Excellent. No, that that's really, really, really important. Network or building your relationship goes a long way because you can you can actually gather a lot of intelligence. And, and figure out the insights of about an industry about a vocation yes. just start chatting with people that normally you know in, in the normal sense of the, the work you don't really get to uh, get to really understand for example a lot of people say oh, project manager wow that's such an amazing you know uh, you know fancy title and everything else but when you talk to a project manager then you find out oh god this is this is like a fireman's job. Do I really want to do this job or do I have to really want to do something else? So I think, I think you know, you can only, only understand yeah. those, those things once you talk to somebody and your network really helps you to, to gather that market intelligence. Very Excellent. True.
0: Very true. And Excellent. you know, if yeah. I can add National here yeah yeah so I think I think you said it really well you know first I you know initially you talked about role modeling you know based on jobs and careers that interest you definitely it's a great idea to go and talk to these people what do they really do yeah and I advise that to my clients that if they want to change careers and they want to do something different first go and talk to people who are doing it already right there is no better way to find out about that job. You know, through through these persons, so uh, that is something you know absolutely uh a, a must uh, a must everyone should do. Another thing is um, through your network. You know, through, through 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 while while there are many ways of networking, uh, these days online net online networking is the best uh, networking that you can do. Uh, but you need to have you know a very clear mindset that. You know, it's always first give, first give what you can give to this network and then expect, you know, some kind of return from there. So I think that that mindset is is also very important uh, in networking.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Hemant, uh, that brings us to the end of this amazing discussion with you so how do people want to if people want to know about you and uh, you know how you can help the losers just go and find find you on linkedin hemandesh pande and then connect with you
0: yeah sure yeah linkedin is a great way to connect uh with me uh, we also have a website called hemandeshpandet.org Com and they can you know contact me from the website also so these are two great ways to connect with me there is also an email id which is info at the rate heman they can write to me directly through that
1: excellent heman thank you very much for spending some time on a on a Saturday lockdown uh, in a morning uh, with us, and we wish you very, very best for our listeners. Uh, you know, you know, please stay safe, he- stay healthy, and stay indoors, please. I yeah. look forward to chatting Especially with you there anything tomorrow.
0: anything else you want me to share on
1: this? No, that's it. Thank you. All right. Bye, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Your Career Down Under show. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want to know more about how Your Career Down Under can help you, please reach out to us on www.yourcareerdownunder.com.au. And if you have got a question about today's episode or if you want us to do a particular show on a particular topic, please reach out to us. We would love to do that. Until next time, be well.